The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Once a month, we check in with our friend at Leading Edge Physiotherapy, the one and only Grant Fedorik, for an edition of Fit After 40. We tackle some of those topics, some of those aches and pains that you may be feeling as uh, as maybe you're getting out and playing some more sports or maybe you've just been dealing with them for a very long time. Grant joins us once again this afternoon. Hey, Mr. Fedorik, how you doing? I'm doing well. Those those months seem to be screaming by here. <laughs> Some days they feel like they're screaming by. Other times, they, other days they just feel like they're slow as molasses. I know that the uh, the uh, clinics have been open now for a, a few weeks. How are things going? Oh, very well. We've been well. Of course, we were we were available to patients to see them, obviously yep. on an emergency basis. But as of May first, we were open and uh, seeing more active patients who really need to be in the clinic uh, to to get a recovery from whatever injury or problem that they've been facing. And our our patients have been amazing. They've been following the rules. They've been very respectful of kind of our infection control guidelines. And so far. Uh, you know, I don't want to say it, but um, I thank everybody who's put their trust in us. Let's just say that. All right. Today we wanted to talk about uh, vestibular disorders and people might be going, oh, I don't know what that means. But simply it is kind of your your eyes, ears, that whole connection, isn't it? Yeah. So it's essentially it, people can face different types of dizziness in their life. And one of the ones that we deal with most commonly is uh, one that involves the vestibular apparatus or the inner ear or a combination of the way that the inner ear works with the, your vision and other things and essentially what can happen is you can end up with something called vertigo and it's a type of dizziness now for those listening let's be very clear vertigo is a type of dizziness but we're not talking about the dizziness you get after a few drinks um, <laughs> we're not talking about the dizziness that you get when you get up too quickly or get out of a hot shower or a hot bath we're talking about a different type of dizziness and this dizziness is one where you feel like the world is still moving, but you're not. So you get up from a chair and you feel like you're still moving, even though you're standing still. Or you put your head down, like after you're kind of drying your hair and you lift your head up again, and you feel like you're doing somersaults, but you're just mm-hmm. standing still. And that's the real differentiation between vertigo and other types of dizziness. And that's one in which... You feel like you're still moving, but you're not. Yeah, and it's uh, it's an inc- it's incredibly off-putting. It's an awful feeling. And how long? You know, I know some people end up on medication for vertigo. There's treatments, and we're going to talk about the treatments that you do uh, as well. But can vertigo become a, a long-term issue? It can, as a matter of fact. There's different types of conditions that will lead to that. Uh, sometimes, so essentially, what's happening with Uh, One of the ones that we treat most commonly is something called benign paroxysmal positional vertigo. Short term is BPPV. And essentially what's happening there is we've got these little stones in our inner ear and they're supposed to be in one area called the saccule or there's, there's actually two areas in the inner ear that they are supposed to be in the utricle and the saccule. And the long and the short is that those little stones in there, they help your body sense a t- certain type of movement. They're one of the things that help our body know where our head is in position to the world. 
Now, what can happen is those little stones can become dislodged from various things, wear and tear, aging, uh, head trauma. In fact, if you're, this is fit after 40. If you're under the age of 50, one of the most common causes of it, it would be a head trauma, like a whiplash or a concussion. And what happens is those little stones end up in something called semicircular canals. So they're in the wrong area. And essentially what your brain starts to do is, is, it thinks that you're moving even though you're not when those when those little <laughs> stones get dislodged into the wrong area. And so the long and the short is you can have it for a period of time if in fact um, those little those little stones get lodged or stuck in a certain area. You've got these little hair cells in your inner ear in, in that area and then they can actually become kind of stuck there. And that can become a little bit more chronic and long long. Uh, long-lived, unfortunately. And I know, Grant, that there's kind of varying severity of vertigo as as well, because I know some people who have had vertigo and, and haven't been able even to get out of bed, they haven't been able to work. And then there's, you know, then there's other people that have had, um, you know, variations of, of vertigo who are still able to, to work, but are still dealing with all that dizziness. Is there a reason why it's severe, more severe or 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 not? Well, it's, it, there's, it depends on how our body and our brain deal, are, is dealing with it. So our brain has an amazing way of, I guess, accommodating to different changes okay. that are ha- happening in our body. And unfortunately, one of the things we don't want to happen is for our brain to get used to it. Um, and essentially, those are ones that are a little bit more difficult to deal with because we have to retrain the brain as to what is normal and and teach it a more normal process of of responding to movement for instance and so those are some of the ones that kind of somebody might have had a mild form of bppv their brain started to get used to it so now we're dealing with something else entirely and that's what we that's kind of when the it's a dysfunction of the of the vestibular system versus somebody who's got an acute onset of this BPV and what happens in some cases and this can be so severe that people literally they get out of bed and they're they they want to throw up um they they feel like their world is topsy-turvy they can't do any movements of their head without feeling so nauseous that they literally are vomiting they're not just feeling like they're going to but they actually do and so and imbalance they feel like they're going to fall over they don't just feel lightheaded so those are the more severe ones. Those are the ones that people make trips to the emergency room because they obviously are in a lot of have a lot of concern. They think something's wrong. They're, they're yeah. convinced that they've got uh, something going on with their brain. And in fact, what's happening is their brain is really, really getting confused from this dysfunction in the inner ear. Does it come on really fast? Is it like just boom and it's there? Uh, it can absolutely. Yeah. yeah, you can you can not have it and then have it. Uh, certainly, once <laughs> once that little stone gets dislodged and into the <laughs> into the wrong area, your body's not yeah. going to appreciate it. Well, and, you know, I'll be honest with you because I went to Leading Edge Physiotherapy earlier this year because I got up off the couch one evening after we had done some traveling. It was actually after our listener trip, and uh, I'd had a a cold at one point as well, the listener trip, and we were still trying to figure out what caused it. But I stood up off a chair or stood uh, stood up uh, from sitting, and boom. 
boom, I got this crazy dizziness. It was like I drank a bottle of tequila or something. <laughs> and it was it was wild. And I thought, oh, I'm just going to go to bed and it'll be fine. But no, it, it uh, did not go away. So I went to see uh, John over at Leading Edge in, in Windermere and did some really cool treatment. And it was fascinating to go through. But Grant, you have to explain how you guys fix this. Yeah, it's, um, there's there's great technology out there. So essentially what we're trying to do is get that dislodged autoconia or that little stone that's in the wrong area. And there are these little calcifications that are can get in what we call semicircular canals. And essentially what we're trying to do is get them out of that area and back into the area they were or they're supposed to be. Now what we use is your eyes are a window to what is going on in the vestibular system and so what we use is a tech these frenzel goggles they're essentially an infrared camera so we black out somebody's vision because we need to take away their vision in order for the body to rely only on the inner ear for what position their head or body is in so when we move somebody through different motions we can determine which semicircular canal or where that stone actually is and then basically by seeing what's happening with their eyes the eyes will go through these rapid movements when that when you have this um vertigo and based on which direction the eyes are moving under that infrared cam camera we can determine where it is and then reverse that process in order to dislodge and get those those autoconia back to where they're supposed to be and so essentially it's not so simple as people often google and they find these maneuvers yeah and, and the one mm -hmm. thing i warn people about there is yes there is a maneuver that works extremely well for these it's a home type treatment but it works for one specific type of bppv it happens to work for the most common type but unfortunately, if it's not that type or if you're doing it wrong, it can actually just make you feel very, very uncomfortable. And unfortunately, it's not going to harm you, but it's definitely not going to make you feel good, nor is it going to solve the problem. And so really getting an accurate diagnosis is the key, because then we can make sure that you are doing the right home exercises and get you on the path to recovery. The great news about the most acute ones and the ones that are people are often most scared about um, is that the results are fairly quick. In many cases, you can see improvement within a visit or two. So, so yeah. no, even if you're really scared, that's the, that's the beauty of these treatments is you, we can give somebody a lot of reassurance and get them on their way to uh, obviously a much better functioning life. <laughs> Yeah, without a doubt. I think it was two or three sessions that that I had, um, and and then it just and then it just went away. But had to do some home treatment as well. But that is like anything with physiotherapy. You go, you get treated, and oftentimes you get sent home with some 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 stretches or 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 eye um, exercises, whatever it is. I mean, you just can't go once and and hope that 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 you're going to click your heels together, <laughs> and Grant's going to make everything you know, perfect after one treatment. You have to stay up on, 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 on doing the home exercise as well, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. And in this case, um, and especially like, for instance, with yours, um, yours had been a little bit more difficult to deal with. So again, once the brain starts to accommodate or deal with it in a different way, there's even more, there's a little bit more homework to make sure that the brain starts yeah. to function normally. And, and the beauty of our brains, uh, and th this is true story, 
is that our brains, uh, the word that when they say you're never too old, that definitely is true here because our brains are, have this ability to accommodate and to respond to treatment in, in a way that's just fantastic. And so in this area, definitely there's homework. In all areas, we send people home with homework. We can't fix <laughs> everybody in one shot. We'd love to do that, but we can't. And oftentimes we require your participation in the, in, to get good results. It is Fit After 40 time with Grant Fedoric, and we're talking about um, vestibular disorders. And to break it down to make it simple, we're talking about uh, vertigo. Uh, Grant, a couple of people texting in about Meniere's disease. Meniere's disease? Okay. Um, and uh, this person saying attacks aren't that frequent anymore, but when I do, they're pretty severe. And the other uh, person who texted in said when he gets his, it just knocks him right out. Can physio help with that at all? Um, you know, there are certain things that we can do with Meniere's disease. Again, that's one of the ones that we want patients to see our physio. Make sure that our physios who are trained in this area so that they can kind of help people to determine what parts of it might be uh, amenable to treatment and what parts might not be. So it depends on the patient and what else is going on with them. So there's some, okay. sometimes there's some stuff that we can do, yeah. All right. Uh, Curtis wants to know what the difference is between a physiotherapy approach versus a chiropractic approach to dizziness. Putting you on the spot there. Oh, no, that's okay. So dizzy, it depends on the type of dizziness. So dizziness can come from a lot of different areas. And, and this is where an area where you, people need to be very careful about how they're having it managed and the, and the people who are checking into what the cause of dizziness is. Because dizziness is also a sign and a symptom of many things including um, insufficient flow of blood to the brain through one of the arteries in our neck called the um, vertebral artery and so essentially what we need we need to do with all patients who come in with presentation of dizziness is rule out anything that might be coming from a more sinister air location so for instance somebody with vertebral artery insufficiency who's not getting blood to the brain because of one of those arteries they're going to be at risk of certain types of treatment, including some of the treatments that we do for um, for vestibular for somebody who's got vertigo. In fact, um, other t- forms of dizziness can come from muscles in the upper neck area. Uh, dizziness can come from the facet joints, especially in the upper neck area, and those are those little joints where your spine moves on one another. Uh, one of the most common ones uh, causes of dizziness that go with headaches is actually comes from the muscles at the base of your skull called the suboccipital muscles. And so essentially what, what, I, what I would suggest is making sure that the person that you're seeing has a good understanding and a, a very extensive training in, in differentially diagnosing where the dizziness and what type of dizziness you, the person's facing. And unfortunately, that's what we've got with our dizziness and balance disorders clinic is people who are trained in all of those areas. And so we can figure out where it's coming from. And if it is a vertigo and it's coming from the inner ear, we'll move in that direction. If we think it's something from the upper spine or in the spine, we'll deal with that. It can also come from things like um, mixed medications, people who are on what we call polypharmacy, people who are on a lot of different medications, certain medications, blood pressure, hypotension, all kinds of different things can cause dizziness. And so really making sure that you're in front of the right people to, to solve that problem is the most important thing. So as far as saying the difference, all I can do is speak to how we approach it. Yeah. 
Okay, I've got two questions in two minutes, all right? So Beth okay. wants to know about pain just below and slightly behind her ankle bone. It shows mostly when she golfs, behind her ankle bone when she's golfing. What is that? So if it's, if it's on the outside of the ankle, most commonly coming underneath what's called the mal- lateral malleolus, she could have a, there's a little tendon that travels underneath there called the perineal tendon. On the inside of the ankle, it can also, you can also, there's a tendon on the inside that travels right underneath with the medial malleolus, which is the inner ankle, uh, and that's called tibialis posterior or uh, there's, there's a couple tendons in that area. Okay. Nonetheless, most common, it's a tendonitis. Uh, without seeing you, I can't say for certain, but it's something that we could have a look at and, and hopefully solve for you. All right, and one more. This one says, Jay, sometimes I get a severe pain in the middle of my upper arm when I'm sleeping. It feels like my upper arm bone is breaking. It hurts so bad. Any ideas? It depends on which upper arm, right or left. (laughs) That even matters, believe it or not. It depends on how the person is sleeping, if it's waking them up from sleeping. So one of the common causes of pain in the upper arm that wakes somebody up from sleeping comes from the rotator cuff. But again, Uh, uh, you know, something that's quite uh, vague like that. We need to see, because there's a lot more that goes into all of these kind of things when people tell me um, that we want to make sure that we're treating the right problem at the right time um, for the right person, obviously, as well. So that's how important the assessment is. And no matter what age you are, figuring out what's wrong is the most important part. If you have a question for Grant, you can go to leadingedgephysio.com, click on Ask the Physio button, write your question in there, and someone will get back to you. It's Fit After 40 with Grant Fedorik, and I have to tell you, when it came to the vertigo treatment, uh, it worked really well uh, for me in just a couple of instances or a couple of treatments. It was it was fantastic because, boy, oh, boy, what an awful, awful feeling it is to just be spinning all the time. Uh, so great job to the team at Leading Edge Physio, Grant and always good to talk with you. We'll talk to you again next month. Absolutely, my pleasure.